Hello and happy Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday and you're getting some new burgers and brats. Got a lot of fun stuff going around the sports world. The Eastern Conference Finals are done. The Miami Heat are making it to the NBA Finals to face off the different Nuggets. Going to be talking the Eastern Conference Finals and our predictions for the NBA Finals that start tomorrow and also some Women's College World Series. It's softball season. It's heating up. So got a lot to break down. Uh, before we get started, make sure you follow the podcast on any platform at Burgers and Brats and stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Cole, the uh, Celtics come back from 3-0 just to get blown out at home and lose by 20 to the Miami Heat. They, the Celtics almost did it, man. I I was shocked that they actually made it to a Game 7. I mean, it could have ended Game 6, but uh, Celtics got their season saved and then just go and get blown out by 19 at home. Uh, what a crazy series. Teams leading 3-0 are now at 151-0. and Maybe thought it'd be 150-1. But just up and down performances by both these teams some of these teams look like the best teams in the league and then they would just the next game they would look oh my god how did they make the uh, playoffs at all but jimmy butler eric swolstra get it done and advance to the nba finals yeah i mean it's um what a great series i i, I think it's i was kind of talking to you the west and the east well, the east side of my bracket was pretty much perfect besides milwaukee I remember saying on that podcast, whoever wins this series is probably going to go to the finals. Um, so I, I'm shocked that the Heat are here. However, after you take down Milwaukee, I, I guess I'm really more shocked that they still took down the one seed Milwaukee. Right. Um, they've just, every single series, uh, it, the Miami way, man. Pat, I mean, this is the Miami way. The, well, six, six finals. Um, Spolstra's taking his teams too. Um, yeah. I don't think he's ever. I, I think he was only the one seed one time when he was when he had LeBron. Is that correct? Like I be, they were the one seed last year. I believe. Were they the one seed? Last I believe year? they were one seed last year. Lost in Game Seven to the Celtics. So I mean, both these teams. Match no, I'm talking up. about like as a as you went to the finals. Oh, like, I don't probably. think he's taken a one probably. seed to the finals outside LeBron, and he only did that once with LeBron. I mean, yeah, like you said, this is Spolstra's sixth NBA Finals in 15 years. Pat Riley, I mean, Heat culture, 19 NBA Finals, 25% of the history of the NBA Finals, Pat Riley has been a part of it. So uh, this Heat team, straight adversity. I mean, after being up 3-0, they have had the hardest run. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, in recent memory, maybe ever, to make it to the Finals, at least based on seeding-wise. I mean, this team was the number one seed last year. They just added more depth to them. Uh, didn't have Eladipo, but... Yeah, you got to go back to the play-in, too. They lost the first playing game. And they were down late in the fourth to the Bulls in the second playing game. So, I mean, it, it just... It, it goes to show that this play-in tournament is amazing. Great addition. Yep. All right, you don't have... You don't, you don't have that. You don't have the heat right here right now. Right? So... The path for both these teams, I know we're kind of talking about the Heat, but the, it's different, obviously, for, for both. One's a one, one's an eight. Um, Denver 
kind of flipping and going to the west a little bit, Denver's path, I wouldn't say was easy. The the what it takes to get in the like, yes, you look at it as like, oh, you had to face a seven seed Lakers, which honestly which the, was way better than a seven seed. Yeah, which way better than a seven seed, but outside of really their two guys, I don't think Austin like Austin Ray's bald. I don't think he's a, a three or four. He's a six man. Seven. He was a two man for the Lakers he this was. postseason. So and, and that's he's a, he's a two man for a seven seed team who went through a lot of trade deadlines. I mean he he's a he's their two man because he was there the longest. It, the chemistry, he had a whole year with that with LeBron and AD. I think that's what took him. D'Angelo Russell didn't have that. No. He had him for like three months. So I do think that is going to adjust in the offseason. I do think the Lakers can say, hey, we can let you walk and go get that big contract, and LeBron can save that money elsewhere because I think you can spend it on better players. That Lakers roster was not that great. However, the, the, the path was hard for Denver as well. Um, getting that first seed in the West was important. It was, it was, the West was such a tight race all year. The last forty games of the year, of the like last like you take the forty one game mark the forty one game mark, it was like a six game race from like the fourth the three seed to was it the thirteenth seed yeah I don't remember I, I, yeah. I, I, I it was twelve thirteenth seed so so it was just a crazy race all year six game spread at the halfway mark I mean that that just goes to show it's different I mean. Um, it was crazy. I, I do think these two, these both these teams, well, well deserved. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a great playoff series, uh, specifically in the East. Yeah, I think the West was way stronger than the East. Honestly, I, th- I think I would have taken any West team over whoever made it in the East. At least so at the top seven seats. Uh, see, I'd, Who's I would I would agree with you there. So I think the and again, I, and this is just me. Miami Heat and the Bucks are two of the top three teams in the East to me. I know the Heat are the eight seed, um, but I mean they were a one seed last year and a game seven away from going to the finals. I mean I believe they had a three two lead last and year. And I don't and I don't know if like if they've had injury problems this year or what I mean, what happened to make them go down to eight. But like Oladipo didn't play like at all this year. Yeah. Tyler Hero's been injured the last few months. Uh, but I I mean. I do know that they're one of the best eight seeds of all time. Jimmy Butler's one of the most underappreciated guards of all time. Um, and I knew going into that series with Milwaukee, whoever wins it was was my pick to be here. And that's exactly what's happening. Um, I don't know how I feel about them going against Denver. Yeah, but before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about the Celtics. I mean, 9 of 42, or there, 4 of 21 from 3 in the first half, 9 of 42 from 3 overall in the game. Jason Tatum, dude. I mean, he rolled his ankle 20 seconds in the game. Jalen Brown did not show up. Uh, it, Jalen Brown was a leading scorer for the Celtics with 19. This team was just so on and off. Joe Mazzulla, I mean, even said, I didn't have them ready. He didn't have them ready this game. It would have been the coldest quote, I think, of all time. I mean, you, what Jalen Brown said after they went down 3-0, he said, don't let us get one. And then they won three straight. 
if they would have pulled that off, I mean, that's still a cold quote going winning yeah. three straight, but that would have been the greatest quote of all time, in my opinion. But that man did not show up in game seven. Uh, yeah, Celtics just looked awful. I mean, they looked they were the best team in the league, I think, going into the All-Star break, or maybe even just a little bit before that. But they had the best record in the league. Jason Tatum, 14-11. Horford, 8-8. Eight and eight. Derek White uh, was their second leading scorer with 18 points. Smart with only 9. They had not really any help off the bench. Like I mentioned, the East is just so deep with player, their rotation. Uh, but they did not get any help scoring-wise. So so let me ask you this. You're the Boston Celtics. You just lost game seven. And now you're in the presser and you got to reverse it. And let's say you're Jimmy Butler from last year. You're going to be in the same position next year, and you're going to be winning it. What do you have to do as a team, as a GM, maybe roster moves, or what do you do team scheme-wise, playbook-wise, differently in Boston? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you keep Joe Mazzulla at least. He's oh, a rookie sure. head coach. Uh, I don't think you should fire him. I mean, we'll see what they do with Jalen Brown because they have to pay the man. They, yeah, they I, have I think, to. I think Jalen Brown will be gone. I, I can they trade him for anything? I yes. I'd get. I'd trade him for a few pieces. Uh, I saw him, uh, a trade trade today was to Portland for straight up Damian Lillard, or you could do the third pick overall. And Anthony Simmons, who's a three-point specialist, yeah. knocked about knocked. He hit me about three and a half a game this year. Um, that would be a good addition for that team. I think what Boston needs to do most is move on from Marcus Smart. Get younger on the post. Al Horford is playing too many minutes in the Eastern Conference Finals <laughs> at his age. 38, I believe, 39. He needs to be getting about 15 to 22, 23 minutes a game. Play Blake Griffin, man. Come on, I want Blake to get some minutes. Where's Robert Williams? Mm -hmm. This dude averages like two and a half blocks a game. Robert Williams was had eight points, four or five from the field. So, I mean, he was... Where Where's he at on minutes? Uh, and where's he at? Thirteen minutes compared to Al Horford. This yeah. is my—that's my point right now. Yeah. Where's Al, Al Horford? Al Horford had thirty-four minutes. Okay, so that's a twenty-minute difference, and their their ages, like Boston, like Bam out of bio, he's like you gotta get Robert Williams down there. I think, like I don't know, I just think Boston could have done a little bit different, different with their posts. I think Al Horford's a stretch four, can knock down a couple threes. Um, very great defensive post in his past. Uh, still good now, but it has regressed. Yeah. And that has menacing to regress because of it. So, I don't know what exactly they'll do. Again, I can't predict the future, but if you need to put them in this position next year, I feel like those are two biggest moves. Get younger on the post. Get rid of Marcus Smart. Get a different starting point guard. And let Derek White be your sixth man because that dude's a baller. Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon, he your sixth man. Malcolm Brockman won six man of the year, man, and played seven minutes in game seven. It Let's was, move on from him. It was like, it was some weird coaching and everything. I, I say keep Joe Mazzulla, but he's the one that told him to keep jacking uh, 43s a game, even though they're missing him. Uh, let's talk Nuggets now. Let's talk the NBA Finals. Um, I think Nuggets are finally getting some respect, but maybe a little too much. I mean, the Heat are underwhelming underdogs. I think it's the greatest gap in NBA, maybe the second greatest gap in NBA 
uh, finals history on who they have to win. I mean, Denver's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite in the finals. Yeah, I would. I, I, crazy. I think game one, you you got to take Miami spread. Um, I think, yeah, you could say Denver's well-rested. On the flip side of that, you could say they're too rested. Um. Yeah, I, Miami just lost three games in a row, and it didn't it didn't affect them. Like they were able to come back game seven. So yeah, but they lost three in a row. Yeah, too. but I'm talking like yeah. endurance wise, yeah. the stability, able to the longevity of this, like being able to go seven games in multiple series now, mm-hmm. and at this point, like maybe compared to Denver, where Denver had to go a sweep, a sweep, and like what would they go second round six games? So six, yeah. So Miami has already played seven, eight more games and just the playoffs and just the playoffs alone than Denver. Yeah, two with the play in also. Yeah. So two in the I'm counting the play in. Yeah. You got you got the, the the sweeps, so you got the extra games in there that Denver didn't play. Like you could say they're well rested. Miami's tired. But what about the at like I don't know. I think that could be a plus for Miami that they played that much. So I don't know. I think I I I'm yeah, the the first half of this first game is going to say a lot. I mean, if Denver comes out rusty, Miami's got a good chance in that first half uh, to hold in hold within the game and uh, maybe take game one. But if Denver comes out hot, man. See, I think, yeah, well, I know it's the finals. You got the altitude. Miami went straight to Denver after Boston as well. So, I mean, they haven't been home. I had to go game seven. You're down three. You were almost blew a 3-0 lead. So, we'll see. But, uh, I mean, Spolstra will have them ready. Uh, the Nuggets are, over the last five seasons, Nuggets are 9-1 and one against the Heat and 4-0 and oh in the last two seasons. Nikola Jokic is shooting 63% against Bam and 68% against the Heat. I, come on, the Heat have no answer for Jokic. If Anthony Davis, uh, Towns and Gobert, uh, Ayton, didn't have an answer. Bam Adebayo is not having an answer for Nikola Jokic. Uh, I, <laughs> it's going to be a fun series. Uh, I think an eight versus one. Uh, Nuggets have owned the Heat in recent years. Jokic has been putting up wilt numbers every single game. I mean, he's got the most triple doubles in a playoff run in history. And they get ten rest, uh, ten days of rest, compared to the two full days of the Miami Heat. Jokic, man. Jokic, Murray, MPJ, and Gordon. Just balling. They're balling. Everyone's hitting shots. KCP and um, Bruce Brown. Great addition right there. So I, I, I just think the Nuggets. The Nuggets have a lot. Lots to offer. What What are your keys? This game. Who Who you feeling? I think. Um, I don't think Denver's going to be able to get the open looks they got in the West playoffs. Back they are going to get against the Heat. The Heat are very Let, good. Hey, but the Lakers were the number one defensive team in the NBA. Perimeter defense, my they will not be able to get many shots off against Miami. Not three balls. Miami defends the three insanely well. Gabe Vincent, Jimmy Butler, they combine for like five five steals a game. They're gonna they defend really well on the outside. Out, outside. Um, so I, I don't think Denver's going to be able to shoot 45% from the clip from three-point range. 
Hey, but you like saw that did. after every series, a fan was like, Nuggets on, Nuggets got lucky. They ain't playing like this again. They ain't shooting like this again. Well, I think we could, de- we could definitely, every fan could be saying this about the Miami Heat, too. I mean, you could be saying this about both teams. Yeah, both like teams Caleb right here. Martin for- or uh, Max Struss, for sure. Like, they're not going to go off again. But they, they're balling. They're going off every game. Yeah. So It's more than just luck uh, for those. I mean. I think Miami could struggle when they get here to go back. Yeah. Right, that that could that could take an effect, right? Game three possible return for Tyler Hero. So I honestly, I I, I honestly just think when when teams lose a big star, like there's so much coaching adjustments that go made that like this this is a completely different sport. But it's just it's in my head right now. I'm like as a Dallas Stars fan myself, we go down 3-0 in the series. Jamie Benn gets a penalty. Knocked out, gets kicked out of the game first minute, first five minutes of the game. Gets suspended too. I was like, well, we're going to win the next two games. Not because Jamie Benn's bad, but because we're going to make the right coaching adjustments knowing that we're down Jamie Benn. I just feel like those adapt in every sport, mm-hmm. right? And so I definitely think looking at spread-wise, looking at the sports betting side, I think you got to go spread-wise here for Miami. Uh I don't know what their spread record is in the playoffs, but it's got to be insane. Um, they, as an eight seed, played so many games. Denver could be rusty. That's that's my. I think Denver wins the game. I I really do. But eight and a half is way too much in a finals game. Yeah, um, uh, Denver has not lost at home yet this postseason. The only team uh, not to. Uh, both teams still play really well on the road, and uh, the the. The, what we talked about, heat culture, and all the experience for this team. I mean, with Spolstra, Pat Riley, they have seven players who have a. I believe it was seventy games of seventy games total of NBA Finals, uh, NBA Finals experience. The Nuggets only have KCP, who won it in twenty twenty with the Lakers, and I mean they beat this Heat team. So, like Heat have a lot more experience. We'll see how much that can play in. But I, the hot, I, both teams are so hot right now. It, it's going to be a fun NBA Finals. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I really do think just because you got one team on so much rest and one team that's played so many games that, yes, Denver could come out the gate and this could be over at the first half and they could kill the spread. Yes. On the flip side of it, you, I, I, I just feel like this first game could be pointless. It goes either way. If Miami wins... I'll still be sitting here. Denver's the favorite to win the series. If Denver wins, I'll sit here saying, like, we expected this. This is how this first game means. I really – I know you say first half of the first game is going to say a lot. I really do think it's going to be game two and game three are going to be the most important games in this series. Game two – well, games one, game one's already done. Your rest is already done. You've already played each other. You've already made your coach adjustments. Game two is important. Game three, well, you switch places. Can the Miami Heat win at home if they're not able to split? If you're able to split in game four, like every game's important, but I think game two and game three are more important than game one. Game one is just throw it out the water for me, right? I just like it's whoever wins, whatever. It doesn't change the series outlook for me. Yeah, I I forgot they changed the playoff schedule back to home home away away home away at home. So 
playoff or home court advantage is a major factor now in the finals. Remember, yeah. it needs to be like what two, three, two. Yep. So, and there's so much rest in between these games. I mean, you have three days of rest or three days of total days before, uh, before game, and then during the next game. So, first game June first, next game June fourth, then June seventh. So, I mean, uh, right, two days of rest yeah, and then a two, game. Two two days of rest and then a game. So, uh, well. We'll see if these teams can maybe knock off some rest in between two days. See if it helps the Heat also get a little more rest in there because they're going to be a little tired. But a lot of baseball sports betting with that. Yeah. I mean, no basketball, man. No football. Mm-hmm. This sucks. Right? Yeah, I know. We're at the end. We're at the end of the NBA season. Uh, picks for the picks for the series and in how many games? I'm I'm gonna go Denver in seven. Wow, seven. Wow, most are most are not taking that many, not taking that many games. But I think if the Heat win this series, it has to be seven. I think it has to be. Maybe you get like a buzzer beater and win these games. It's not five. No. He, he can't win in five. No. I don't think. I think. I think it would be in six most likely. If it goes to seven, yes, game seven is always watchable, and yes, he can always win. They've done it two times this yep. year, this playoffs already. Like one in the bubble, I mean not in the bubble in the playing, playing but yeah, I mean Denver should win this. As a Denver Nuggets fan, I really don't feel too nervous about this series, which I should, because I mean it's a great team, but it's just weird going against a one versus eight team, a team yeah. that was so bad during yeah. the year and that shouldn't have even made the playoffs. So, so let's go. I'm just gonna throw out a sports bet out there, and you tell me what the payout should be for you to, for it to be worth it for you. Okay, so Miami Heat up 3-0, Florida Panthers up 3-0 in NHL. Okay, you parlay both those teams to win their series. You put ten thousand dollars on it. What should your payout be? So uh, ten thousand. So ten thousand plus whatever. Plus an additional uh, what? Shoot, probably. It's probably like three thousand. Thousand. One thousand, dang. That's ten percent. Yeah. I mean, that, that to me, that's 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 pretty good. And you like only win a thousand there. I I just I kind of asked that question to my dad. I saw the payout was a thousand, yeah. and I was like, damn, I should. It like, should be an easy one thousand. Should, should be one out. Like, <laughs> like NBA is one fifty and zero, and then NHL is sixty two and one. Sweating though. So on like that game seven. You know, you're sweating that game seven, but can't even watch it. It's so yeah. bad. But um, all right, for my champion. I've been waiting my whole life to say this, Cole. The twenty, the Denver Nuggets will win the NBA Finals this year. I've been waiting my whole life to say that. Come on, uh, give me Denver. I think it's possible. I think it, I think it's doable to get it done in five. I, I really do. Uh, this, I mean, this team has been down even by double digits in the fourth quarter and almost just about every playoff game. But they've won those games. They come back and won. I mean, they're they were had. They gave up a lead or were tied with the Lakers in every single playoff game in the, late in the fourth quarter. Won every single one of those down to the Suns and a few came back. Minnesota as well. So, but like, this like these the difference between these two teams. I know they're one and eight seed, but like they're they're both so hot right now. Mm-hmm. I I could like I I literally predicted Denver in seven. I could see Heat in seven. You know what I could also see? What I could see Denver in four. Yeah. By a margin of a total of ten points. Well, I mean, the Lakers Nuggets series was twenty four. So, uh, was that right? Tw- yeah. A total of twenty four points total of all 24. four games. 
So six points on average, like that's crazy. So, hey, we're talking ten points. We're talking two, three points a game. Like yeah, it's possible. Like that. Like these teams are that close. It is. It is crazy. All right. So, who did you just say you had? I had Denver. Okay. Okay. I had Den- <laughs> yeah, I had Den- you said Den- Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're both taking Cole and I are both taking Denver over the Miami Heat in the twenty twenty three NBA Finals. All right. Before we move on to the college women's college world series, uh, on this day in history. Uh, 1974, the Heimlich Maneuver is published in the Emergency Medicine of Journal. Uh, 1953, the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II. And then 1935, Cole, can you tell me what famous all-time great announced their retirement at the age of 40? What sport? Baseball. 1935. Oh, my goodness. No, couldn't tell you. (laughs) The Babe. Babe Ruth. Babe. Age 40. Uh, happy birthday, Morgan Freeman, Abby Wambach, Brigham Young, and Marilyn Monroe. All right, that's on this date in history. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service, at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at Burgers and Brats. So, uh, Women's College World Series in Oklahoma City. Uh, I, I don't know if you got to watch this, but I was, I was tuned in uh, this weekend for the Oklahoma Sooners and Clemson game. I mean... Just incredible stuff. Uh, OU down to their final strike, final out, final strike, uh, two on base. Kenzie Hanson at the plate to try and will them to not have a game three and keep the 47-game winning streak alive. Kenzie Hanson knocks it out of the park, tied up. Tiari Jennings uh, hits a homer and extra. Sooners win, advance to the Women's College World Series, and are the all-time uh, – Record setter for most consecutive wins in a row in softball with 48. Uh, just incredible. I mean, the odds of you winning that game are what 99. Point, or odds of losing are 99.9 percent if you're OU mm-hmm. in that game. I mean, final strike, uh, incredible, incredible stuff. Uh, now you got the women's college world series beginning uh, this Thursday, so tomorrow as well. So you got the finals in women's softball. Uh, concludes next Thursday or Friday, depending on how many games the next series go or the final series goes on June eighth and the 9th. Eight teams, double elimination. Women's sports, man. It's college softball. It's been so much fun to watch, especially when teams really good. Thoughts on softball and the women's college world series? Uh, to me, this is kind of like OU football when they won six or seven Big Twelve championships in a row, like. To me, no other team in the country can talk. No. Like, we, we win in 48 games in a row, man. You really think we're going to lose two out of three? Like, we're going to win the championship this year. Oh, okay. Don't put the jinx on yet, buddy. <laughs> and we're going to win it next year, too. All right. I don't, I don't even know the roster next year, man. But until – As long as you got and, Patty Gasso, buddy. <laughs> until a team can take us down in a three-game series one time. Uh, I mean, except uh, UCLA did it in a championship, but, like, other than that, like, yeah. it ain't happening, man. Like, UCA's already out. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even make it two – they made it two games, I think. Uh, for the some of these first-round matchups, uh, we can start with OU and Stanford. Uh, Sweep. Yeah. one one So, one game, advance. If you lose, you go to the loser's bracket. Uh, this game uh, tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. They're playing the defending – Back-to-back national championships, 2.30 p.m., not the nightcap. 
uh, for the game. And then also in the same bracket, you got number four seeded Tennessee versus number five seeded Alabama. Montana Fouts, uh, just electric. Love watching her pitch. Uh, who would you think you have taken in this one? Uh, Bama or Tennessee? SEC matchup. Uh, I think I'm taking Tennessee in this one. I think they've been just a little better. Alabama just barely escaping with Western. Uh, but it, it, it's really a toss-up. It really is a toss-up, man. Let's flip a quarter on it. I don't know the softball teams. Not really knowing the SEC in softball. Um, gotta get it. Gotta get it learned because we're going there next I year. Know, I know. I'm. I'm really. I'm just. I'm really hoping we play Oklahoma State again. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. But that SEC matchup. Let's flip a coin on it. Up oh, Tennessee. It is. <laughs> All right, Tennessee versus Oklahoma in the second round. I mean. You got some really good first-round games. I mean, you got those two, and then Florida State's good. I know yeah. Florida State's good, Florida State's and, I, and knowing good. Oklahoma State, that's probably gonna be, like, that's a great nightcap game. That's I'm really excited to watch that one. Florida State, probably my favorite softball team of all time, behind, maybe second behind OU. Perfect, awesome. But uh, these these two teams, uh, I mean, they've played so many times. I believe in like the last few years, especially in the Women's College World Series, o- Oklahoma State lost like eleven of their last. 13 heading into the regionals get through the regionals with ease just turn on a switch whoever wins florida state and oklahoma state they're gonna run roll in washington or utah yeah seven versus 15 so i mean three of these three of the lowest seeded teams are from the pac-12 uh, which is uh kind of crazy so uh pac-12 getting some teams in but just barely. I mean, they turn it on at the right time. You got seven seed of Washington, nine seed of Stanford, fifteen seed of Utah. Uh, Out of a what sixteen team tournament it was, or what? Probably more sixteen or more. Honestly, I can't. I can't remember the total, but um, it, it is cool to see these uh, lower seeded teams making it. I mean, a nine and a fifteen. There's no two seed. No, was. Is three? I got Florida State is three seed, but yeah, I, I, like you said, Florida State versus Oklahoma State. I think whoever wins that series, I, I think it's one of those two teams. I think it is one of those two teams that faces Oklahoma in the uh, final, and it'd be cool to see another Big Twelve matchup in softball in the final, like we had Oklahoma and Texas last year, and it'd be even better to be Oklahoma State in the final uh, for this season yeah, as well. This is this is chalk. When is when's a natty? Championship seventh, eighth, and ninth. Yep. Or just seventh and eighth. Just yeah, just seventh <laughs> and eighth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I th- I think some of these teams I think can make a run. I-, I think Washington, and I mean Oklahoma State's obviously a really good team, but they're a six seed because they were not great going into the regional. And I think Tennessee, the four seed. I mean, you, you just got to get lucky one game against Oklahoma. I, uh, they really haven't showed up until their backs against the wall, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. literally fully pressed up against the wall so uh and even if they make the losers bracket uh, i think they can maybe uh, make a run so i I think washington oklahoma state and tennessee are i mean there's some lower seeds but i think they can definitely make a run so how does this whole championship game work so if we lose let's just say stanford beats us yeah but then we go and win all the way and we win the first two championship games did we play a third one no Okay, so it's yeah, just it's, it's a it, losers bracket yep. all the way up until the championship. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, exactly. So, uh, I I think no shot to win this thing. I, I know Bama's got Montana Fouts and everything, but I, I really don't see them uh, advancing uh, in this series. And then Stanford, 
I mean, they don't have a shot. It's, they're playing OU first game. Yeah, Stanford <laughs> doesn't have a shot, no. Um, and Utah as well. I, don't, I mean, a 15 seed, it, it'd be miraculous for them to make it. They could maybe win this uh, game against Washington, but I think they're out to Oklahoma State or Florida State. Man, did you see the Savannah Bananas in town? I did. That was so cool, man. They had Jocelyn Olo out there. Dude, she was yeah, yeah she was out there raking, mm-hmm. doing her thing. It was cool to see. Maybe they might start a team like that for softball uh, coming up. Because, I mean, softball is a fastly growing sport, uh, watchable-wise, watching-wise. But, all right, who you got in the championship series? Oh, I'm going to go Florida State and Oklahoma. Oklahoma sweeps. Oklahoma doesn't lose a game in this World Series, and they win every game by two runs or more. All right. All no, right. no one run victories, man. We're I this and put that on record right now. It's put win, it on. It's Wednesday, May thirty first. The game start tomorrow. It's not started yet. Okay, it's eight thirty in the morning. Okay? Seven, seven. It's it's happening, man. We're winning every single game by two runs or more. Take <laughs> OU run line. I'm making that bet every time, every time. I love it. I love it. Uh, I have the exact same as you. I have Oklahoma defeating Florida State in the final. I think Florida State uh, gets it done uh, in their side and then get a matchup with Oklahoma, which you don't really want. But. We, we playing them three times or just twice? I'll go twice right now. If, they lose, if Oklahoma loses one of these games before the championship, I think you go three games. But if you're hot like this, I think. I mean, they're really good teams for a reason. Can't go in the final thinking, oh, it's easily won because that's when you lose one. And then anything can happen after that. But uh, both going Oklahoma, defeating Florida State in two. Man, mm-hmm. we're on it today, Cole. We're on it with the picks. All right, let's move into our final segment. Who are we sharing our burger and brought with? Want me to go first? Go for it. All right, uh, OU Baseball uh, making the last four in for the Charlottesville Regional uh, for – uh, hopefully heading getting another trip to Omaha, finished second runner-up last year to Ole Miss. I mean, they lost everyone this past year, and to make it back to a regional is just incredible. Play uh, OU begins Friday at 6 p.m. Central on ESPN2, so be watching that. We got NBA Finals Thursday, Women's College World Series Thursday, and Friday night, OU Baseball. Can't get much better than that. I'm going to go ahead and share a burger and brat, although it was a taco originally, with Porter Moser, head basketball coach at OU, saw him at Collective the other day. Oh, wow. Why didn't you tell me? I would have walked right over. He has some recruits with him, man. Hey, that new pickup we got. I have have no idea if he was there, but I know two of the four guys that were there were top 20 guys last year, or this upcoming year. So, he's bringing some big people to Oklahoma City. I don't, I don't know how, <laughs> but hey, man, if we can land one of the two, I'll be extremely happy. And I mean, yeah, OU basketball and college basketball. You know, it's one of my favorites. Um, my 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 cheekbones, my my the smile just goes really. You know, it just. Brightens my day when I when I see Porter Moser or basketball. I don't know why. I, I like. He's OU. an awesome guy. I mean, yeah. great coach. Yeah, he I just mean, seems like an all around wholesome dude. So, I think 
are good at football. We're a football school. I, I think basketball just we're, went we're everything, man. Yeah, we're softball, we're gymnastics, baseball, gymnastics, so, football. we're everything. But we are we are known for our football um, and softball, obviously, and gymnastics. But we bleed football. Yeah. Um, and personally, I just got a bigger love for basketball. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I get a lot of joy seeing Porter, and it was kind of cool to see him with a couple recruits, couple guys, big guys, big boys. Um, so excited to see what he can do this next year. Yeah, should be exciting. I mean, it should be a way better team, uh, especially bringing in these guys, especially from the portal, see how they fit uh, everywhere. All right, that is our NBA Finals picks, our Women's College World Series picks. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, Breaker, SoundCloud, anywhere. You get your podcast at Bird and Rots. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Go Nuggets! Yeah.